is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, Happy New Year, everyone. We are back in 2018. Gunnar here, obviously, with Leah Farone and Tiffany Rich with the Breathe In Podcast. Our first episode in the new year. Happy New Year, guys. Yes! Woo! I feel like, I feel like it's been a while since we've been video chatting and we've, we've had this kind of interaction. Uh, how was how was your break? Um, it was amazing. It was the first time in a long time. I've been IV-less in hospital, out of the hospital for the holidays. Unbelievable. And even though... You know, my boyfriend went in the hospital, but he's okay now, and he was actually home for uh, Christmas. So oh, good, good, good. good. Now, I, that, so that's the first time you've been IV-less for a while, right? A long time, mm-hmm. long time. It was so amazing just to be there and not have to, you know, stop everything, go do an injection. Did you feel you like, know? did you just feel like total freedom for the first time in a long time? Oh, yeah, totally. It just felt so amazing just to be able to really enjoy the holidays and not have to think about oh i have to go do my iv at this time that's true i have to take a break from everything being on ivs during the holidays is the worst and to have that to have that freedom is definitely you know i think the motivating factor to stay healthy for the rest of the year um and, and i do think that you know, for you, especially to have your, you know, your new lungs for the holidays for the first time was, must have been a very special thing. You know, like, did you, like, give your lungs, like, Christmas presents or something? Like, did you, did you, did, it was, I mean, like, it was their, it's their first Christmas. Yeah. I know. I, we just, like, celebrated. I ate a lot. And, you know, I just made sure that I was breathing and, like, took a, took a minute to myself and was like, okay, this is amazing. I'm breathing. I'm here for this holiday like i didn't know you know sounds like words can't describe what it sounds like words can't quite describe exactly how you felt you haven't really quite you haven't quite like put it into 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 thought how how you did yeah yeah that's cool now leah this is the first time you were ivless too in a while wasn't it right i think i've been on ivs at least the past five years for christmas Mm -hmm. and you know some of those involve the hospital other times it didn't um, so it was pretty exciting. I think it's interesting because you know? a lot of people I feel like do aim for the Christmas time to be on IV. Like kids come back from college, they yeah. want to, they want to sort of make it to the, the end of the first semester, and then they come back for winter mm-hmm. break, and then they electively go on IV then, or they electively go on treatment then. Right. But I think as you get older, you sort of want that freedom because that's time when yeah. okay, you know, work slows down for a little bit, or you have other things that you're able to do, and you'd right. rather do them without the IV. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like I got in this pattern like through college where even in high school and stuff, but I wasn't on high school, like in high school, I wasn't always on IVs for Christmas, but in college, I kind of got in that trend where it was like, yeah. okay, we'd hold off as long as we could. And then when we got to the break, that's so you when we do them. Yeah. And you get in that pattern. So then once I graduated, 
I was still in that pattern. And it took yeah. me a long time to break, obviously, because it's been a little bit since I was in college. Um, mm-hmm. So I was definitely really happy to not have to do IVs. Yes. Did, did either of you do anything fun for our little hiatus or over our hiatus? Um, well, I'm still working, so... Wow, sounds like, sounds like I you two are not very fun people, huh? <laughs> yeah. No? Nothing, nothing good? I don't... Um, do you guys just, like, turn into, like, hermits during the winter or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. The winter... See, I love the winter. The winter is, like, my time to thrive. I, I, so, it's, I know it's an unpopular opinion. I'm starting to like the winter better. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't know how I feel about that, but see, I've always been a winter person. Life, I have always been like, go summer. I feel best in the summer. Summer's yeah. my time. It has switched. I feel better in the winter. I don't like humidity. Humidity yeah. usually gives me lung exacerbations, and I'm a hot mess in the summer. So I'm starting to like the winter better. Yes, but it's really cold. Yes, yeah, see, I I <laughs> love the winter. The winter is like my time of year. I think, obviously, you're dealing with cold and flu season, which kind of sucks. But right. the winter time is when I think it's easier to breathe, right? Like I, in the middle of the sun, like I would prefer a brisk, cold day compared to a day when it's like 110 degrees and humid. I can't do it. You know, yeah. those are the worst uh, yeah. days ever in the summer. And I well, think you but, love hockey too. Well, exactly. So well, I well like yes, I did. I, not going. Yeah, I grew up playing. Activities. Yeah, I grew up playing hockey, and I grew up with the winter activities and playing winter sports and stuff like that. So I, right. I guess I am a little biased. I mean, I over the past week I. have Spent a bunch of time skating on the pond. We I went to the winter classic on New Year's Day. That was pretty fun. Although it was like the coldest day ever. It must have been I don't know, it was like ten degrees at like yeah, that was here. And yeah, it, it was probably around really zero. With, yeah, with uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put the picture in the podcast thing with, with me and my girlfriend where she's like all bundled yeah. up. But yeah, I mean that was That made me laugh so much. That was brutal so cold. It was brutally cold. And I I I mean I kinda loved it because it's it brought me back to my, you know, my the roots of playing hockey. I played. See, growing up playing hockey, my home rink was outdoors, so I played a lot of outdoor hockey growing oh, really? up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I played a lot of outdoor cool. hockey growing up, and I remember, I don't know, five six a.m. games. It's like five degrees out, and I never at, at when you're a little kid, you never really consider that you have CF or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't ever really remember those days being like a a barrier to my health or to playing sports at you know mm-hmm. and thinking yeah. about my CF you know it was never really a thing it was just like gonna go play hockey and that was it um, right, right. and it's still kind of that way today but in the summer I do notice that I I guess I sort of limit myself when it's like 100 degrees and I'm not going to be able to retain yeah. anything I hydrate myself with you know just sweat it out right you, know, yeah, you I, just want to stay inside for the most part yeah, it's stay, so hot. In, stay in the air conditioning and it's I not mean, even the heat it's like for me it's just the humidity I just cannot do it, well, it feels like I'm like getting no air at all yeah it feels like you're breathing underwater or like you're right. trying to breathe through butter right it just right. It doesn't it doesn't feel right at all no see, you need to come to California we have dry dry heat over here yeah, we see, don't have humidity see I lived in Arizona for a year and that, that like the living in the desert you have the dry heat out there that is a lot mm-hmm. better I will say that but 110 degrees in the desert is still 110 degrees. It's still hot. Right. Whether or not it's hot and humid or just hot, you know, there's no real difference there. And I think yeah. that, I do think my, my lungs definitely feel it, especially as I've gotten older. Um, although yeah, I will say the one be. the one downside to the winter is when it's like super, super dry, I do I do get a yeah. tendency to bleed a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that happens to me too. Like, 
I feel like when I go outside and just with the dry heat when you're indoors and that transition, I notice I cough up blood a little bit here and there, and it's solely because of the dryness. And yeah, I did a little last night like actually. The shock of going from one extreme to the next, you know. Mm-hmm. But I know it's kind of it like is what it is. I, I don't really know the physiology behind that. I, maybe it's the same thing as like when you get a bloody nose in the in the winter. Right. I used to I used to get those in college all the yeah. time. My dorm room was like super dry. And the worst thing about CF is you can't have the humidifier, right? Because the humidifier right. breeds the bacteria. So bad. Yes, I know. Especially my I first know. Week is the winter. Yes. You know, but yes. I can't. So. You can't do, you can't do the, the reason you can't do the humidifier is because it can breed bacteria if you're not cleaning it or you know changing the water properly yeah. or whoever the hell knows. I just that's just one less thing to deal with, so you just don't have it. Right. Right. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was little, I had one, and I think it was just because you just didn't know lack of knowledge. Yeah, you just had no you idea. Know? Um, but I had it for a couple of years, probably till I was like seven or something like mm. that. And then at CF Clinic, they were like, you know, it's not really safe for you to have that X, Y, and Z because of the infections and whatever. So, and you're, like, you're looking back, you're like, I why did I do this to myself? Mm-hmm. I do. I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah. I mean, I was little, and my parents didn't know any better. It, so. no, can't really it's a learning process. Like we yeah. never had one. I never had one, so I don't know what it's like to do that. But, yeah, I know when I was on oxygen, I had to have the water. Oh, because it's so dry for your nose, right? Yeah, yeah it's kind of my... a similar feeling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that's uh yeah, the the humidifier it's kind of a weird thing. It's kinda of like the diffuser, right? I kinda of have similar feelings yeah. about the diffuser. Diffuser's a little different, but I I do have similar feelings when it comes to diffuser. I you know, I think I do too. Yeah, like I, I, I think it's just one more thing that could create an issue that Same. you'd want to limit. You know, there there's mm-hmm. There's risks worth taking, I think, and yeah. there's risks that are not worth yeah. taking. And the humidifier I had, and the diffuser just, yeah. just aren't in that category. I had this discussion earlier with my mom, actually, because she was like, oh, have you ever thought of essential oils or Ugh. using a diffuser? Because someone had just told her about it. She had never heard of it mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I was like, well, you know, this is why I'm kind of hesitant. And it's mainly just because you don't know what's in those, you know? Yeah. yeah. How do you I know? know it's 100% pure and... You know, that's just me being a nurse and thinking you know, I, I think whatever. But yeah, the, I just don't see the benefit. Yeah, you know? the the essential oil thing is definitely a hot button topic among the it is like naturopath people. Yeah, and yeah. I think the I don't know. I, I I'm not really willing to get into it, but I, I do think that's you yeah. Know, I agree. It's just not really but, something I'm I would ever recommend. But no. um, I think it's just another thing that can create an issue if it's if 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 you're not, not using a diffuser right or a, a right. humidifier properly. You know, I think that also yeah. bridges into what we're you know what we kind of want to talk about today is, is cold and flu season and keeping yourself um, you know safe and protected. And I think um, it really comes down to limiting your risks, right? Like mm-hmm. you have to know what you're getting yourself into and. Right. Especially during the winter, there's a lot of inside activities, right? I find oh, that yeah. inside activities are sort of things that can I don't I don't want to say dangerous because you can't live that way, but they yeah. had they certainly you know contain more potential issues, right? Because oh, everyone's definitely. on top of each other. Yes. You know, people tend to be more sick in the or sicker in the winter, and there there there's you just a lot you're a lot closer to other people. Whereas in the summer, you know, if you go into like a, a gathering, odds are it's probably going to be outside or it's going to be yeah. air conditioned. The windows will be open, something like that. And, you know, you're getting fresh air in, in there and stuff like that. But, I, you know, I think 
ultimately, uh, my big thing during cold and flu season is minimizing my risk when it comes to different situations. And the big situation that I always find myself uh, in is is either taking the subway or the commuter rail mm. into New York City. And for yeah. me here in New York, that thing is like disgusting. And whenever I'm on it, I always wear a surgical mask. Or I wear, I actually don't, I wear like a higher level surgical mask. I wear a 3M N95 mask. I get it on Amazon, I think. And, um, or you can kind of search the internet and, and find good deals, but Amazon definitely sells it. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I feel pretty comfortable in that, but there's, there's two reasons why I wear it. A, I wear it as a visual indication that there's either something wrong with me or I'm protecting myself, right? People see that you're wearing right. the mask and they know either to stay away or they think something's wrong with you. Secondary, right. The second reason I wear it is obviously to protect myself from touching my face or touching my nose, you know, and inhaling mm-hmm. different allergens or bacteria, virus, whatever. Right. Yeah. No, I think it's really smart. Yeah. We have BART over here, which uh-huh. is basically the subway over here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes you to San Francisco and all around the Bay. And that is disgusting. So... I don't go on it anymore because I feel that I, I should just drive and just be out away from all the germs. And I am <laughs> your mass transportation days are over. <laughs> I'm very immunosuppressed, but when before transplant, when I would go on it, I would bring wipes and just wipe down everything. They had mm-hmm. they changed the the seats to be this um, like vinyl instead of cotton or whatever it was, so it was easier to wipe down which was nice, but you don't know who's going to come on to the, the car and be sick, like with a cold or flu, because a lot of people yes. go to work with all that stuff, or they go wherever they want to because they don't want to be stuck at home. Right. But you're giving your germs to everybody else, especially being trapped in that little mm-hmm. car. There's exactly. no ventilation <laughs> at all. I mean that's that's definitely a big point. I you know I think like the thing that really bothers me in the winter are like the mm-hmm. heroes, right? The people that I feel like when they people. when yeah. they when they are sick or when they're feeling crappy mm-hmm. and they feel like they must get out there and continue to live their life Ugh. or like go to work or go worst. to the bar oh, so or bad. something like that. Those people just drive this me is insane. My thing about that though, I feel like our society promotes that because yeah. a lot of jobs aren't willing to give you time off if you're sick. Some jobs do, but a lot don't. I know I felt that, like, in my career as a nurse. Like, if I don't show up, that's a big deal. There's no one to take care of these patients. So I think it's something our society needs to work on, and then it might help people adapt to not doing that. Well, to that end, it's also the FOMO culture. Like, people, like, feel like they're they're missing out on things. Like, they want to go out with their friends on Friday night because they're looking forward to it all Friday, but they get sick on Thursday, Friday. They feel a little bit better. They, They convince themselves that they can still go out on Friday night. You are not healthy, right? If you're no. not healthy, you have to stay home because not only are you putting yourself at risk of getting worse, you're putting yeah. everyone else around you at risk of getting that same illness, especially the flu. Exactly. People like just some people don't have that bad of an experience with the flu and they laugh it off. Mm-hmm. Yet they mm-hmm. get out there and they infect five or six people with influenza. That's a real problem. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, we go to the hospital if we get anything. So. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to, you know, it's hard to really, I think you use us as i mean here we are talking about cf podcast but it's hard to really use us as an example of why people shouldn't go out but there are people out there that you know if you do get sick it's gonna in a way impact their life for the next week us it happens to be the next month i mean but for other people you're impacted for next week 
my boyfriend's been having some issues this winter with colds and the flu and things like that. Like he had a cold two weeks ago and now he has the flu and you know, he's a totally healthy person and it's probably from people just going out and, you know, being the heroes and, you know, yeah. exposing themselves and, mm. you know, spreading these germs and he's a healthy person and it's fine, but I'm in his life and I can't get sick. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it kind of takes it to a whole new level and it's kind of yes. like a domino effect. Yes, exactly. You're, you're exactly right. And I remember back in college that people would, and it's still, still kind of this way today. I went to school in Boston. So Boston's obviously mm -hmm. a little colder than it is here. And right. it's been a lot colder than when you lived, Tiffany. <laughs> but, yeah, a whole lot colder. But, you know, we, when we would, you know, there, there would be nights in Boston when it would just be brutally cold, like 10 degrees, right? Just, that was just like yeah. our normal for January and February. We always used to joke that you wouldn't even see the sun until like April. And... I believe it. Yeah. And there was always like this thing where it would be time to go out to the bar and people would discuss whether or not they were going to wear their jacket. Like, am I going to yeah. be? Yeah. Am I going to be inconvenienced by wearing a jacket to the bar? Because when I get to the it's bar, a real dilemma. Yes, because when I get to the bar, <laughs> I'm going to have to because it's going to be a thousand degrees inside the bar because they're jacking the heat up. Am I going to take the jacket it. off and risk losing it, or you know, am I going to want to carry it all night? You know, it, it's it's like people would just be like having this discussion, and I I would be a third party to many of these discussions. And I have to admit that there were probably days in college when I was an idiot and I wouldn't wear a jacket oh, when I wouldn't wear a jacket to the bar just because I felt like there was no line I can get right in. Next thing you know, you're standing outside in a line trying to get into the bar and it's freezing cold, you know? Right. That's like like you do these stupid things in college, but I think you also learn from them. But anyways, you're, that's sort of getting on a tangent, but you're seeing these conversations happen as someone will see it and all you can do is stand there and scratch your head. You're right. like, how are people actually contemplating to do this on a regular basis? <laughs> I don't right. know. Right. You know what I also don't understand is when someone's sick and they're, you know, like you said, it's a Friday night and they don't want to miss out. So they go out with their friends. My favorite is they go out with their friends and then they continue to drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is lowering their immune system. And then whatever they have ends up coming back a little bit more. It and gets worse. Yes. For a week or two. Yes. I don't understand that. Just like, yeah. You're a healthy person. Just, like, nip it in the bud. Just let, stay let home it, for a couple of days, get over it, it move on. It'll be over. I don't get yeah. that. I've had I've had friends that have gone out, and they're on antibiotics, and they're drinking. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm insane. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Well, people just don't know. And I think that's just yeah. the, a, a, the scope of the regular population not being quite as in tune with, A, their bodies, and B, right. you know, the science around their bodies as probably we are in our situation. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I do think that, in a way, we sort of have an unfair advantage in that category, at least, mm -hmm. uh, simply because we live with it every single day. You know, I, 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 do, I do share your frustration there, but I, I think I can also kind of see just the, what happens when someone lacks the education in that department where we, where we normally have it. Mm -hmm. Does yeah. that make sense? I would definitely agree with you on that one. And again, it's just going back to how our society is and... You know, if you look at different countries and how they go about things, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of those places, they give them the time off that they need if they do get sick and they're not putting as many people at risk. Yeah. But the U.S., we're kind of just like, go, 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 go. It's like super type A. And sanitizer. sanitizer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sanitizer. <laughs> you fit in your pocket. Yeah, sanitizer. Like super big. bugs, but it's That's cool. Yeah, you know, it's all right. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, you know, I think um, 
moving this like one step further. I, you know, I think that there are other situations as well where you can take the proper precautions during cold and flu season, and mm-hmm. that's you know family gatherings, right? Where you know, obviously the holidays were a big part of it, but then also moving through the winter, you know, there, there's different times when, uh, you know, people go on vacation or they are either, you know, visiting, you know, you know, visiting each other at different times. And that's, mm-hmm. I always like to, to, you know, know who is going to be at these family gatherings and right. what their current state of health is. Yeah. Right. And it gives me, and yes. that also bothers me, like say when we're having a fan, like, you know, a, you know, a big family party or something like that. And <coughs> like an aunt or something comes over and the aunt's not feeling well. You know, that's right. that's that's like an annoying thing. It's a very annoying right. thing yeah. when that happens. And my family, yeah, my family, my mom's one of seven, and we normally celebrate Christmas with them the day after Christmas, and they normally end up going to our house because... I don't know. It's just kind of become a thing. Yeah, we host it. We host it as well because we're kind of like in the middle and whatever. So I know. Right. It's kind of like that, you know. Um, so, you know, all of her siblings have at least two kids and all of them, for the most part, have kids now. So it's a lot of people. And it's taken us years to kind of figure out that, you know, we really, really have to get across to them that if you're sick, you can't come. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Especially if it's at our house because this is where I live, you know. I don't want to have someone come in that's sick and I can't really avoid them because they're touching things that I touch, yeah, you know, right. on a daily basis. It's different if you go to someone else's house. Sure, I, it would be nice if they didn't come so I don't have to worry about it. But if that's the case, at least I know that's not the environment I live in. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And then you but can also hold, you can also hold yourself out of it as well. Right. You yeah. can also hold exactly. yourself out of it too. And I think, I do, I do think that, you know, this is a weird thing that, you know, I think a lot of people with chronic illness have you know varying opinions about, and but when it comes to me, I always think that safety first is the most important thing. You know, I, there's yeah. always, you know, there's always like the rebellious family member that just doesn't quite mm. get it, but yeah. at the same time, you know, I, I, my family, at least generally speaking, is, has been really good about this rule, where they, too, where they've held themselves yeah. at least within the past couple of years. You know, if someone's mm-hmm. not feeling well, they definitely hold themselves out. I mean, we, or family friends have done the same thing. You know, most recently, mm-hmm. uh, we were supposed to be on the pond, or I forget what we were doing. We were supposed to do something within the last week with some of my buddies. And a friend of mine was like, yeah, you know, I'm not feeling so well. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm probably yeah. not going to make this. Is this going to offend you? I was like, no, it doesn't offend me. It actually makes pleases me. It makes me happy to know that you're not <laughs> yeah. going to be there and infect me with whatever you've been sick with. You know, because that's just a, a, a spot where I know that I can examine the risk, the risk in front of me and limit it. Yeah. Right. Like that's just one. It's one specific. My friends. You yes. Know? And you know. I know I, that was our problem for a long time. Is even in like school and being younger, you know, you're exposed to a lot of different germs, especially mm-hmm. during this time of the year. Yeah. But as we've gotten older, you know, most of them have realized when I do get sick, it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends really noticed it because we were both on vacation together and we both got the same exact thing, and you know, she had a little bit of a tickle in her throat and barely coughed and I coughed nonstop for two weeks straight. Yeah. And then it's like you're dying. Hospital. Yeah. You know, exactly. and I think when people saw that, they saw just how bad me getting a simple cold really affects mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know, and once my friends saw that, they really keep their distance. You know, they'll just mm-hmm. cancel plans at the last minute and be like, hey, look, I'm sick. I don't want to give it to you. Right. And I'd rather them cancel on me and say that than show up and, then, and risk know. it. Right. Yeah. For holidays, I always go over... <laughs> 
to a few friends' houses, and they always tell me if someone's sick, they're like, don't come. We can't have you. It's always on Christmas Day. I, I, I'm, like, everywhere on Christmas Day. It's pretty fun. But they always let me know to stay away <coughs> if there's anybody sick, especially now with uh, how my immune system is now. Right. As well. And it's really nice when people tell you, okay, there's a sick person, do not come near us. We need to keep you healthy. That's the most important thing. We can get we can get this away easily. If you get it, it's gonna be bad. We know. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely definitely spot on there. And what what do you do for Christmas Day? That's so fun. Okay, so we do the whole uh, open presents with my parents and, and Santa comes. Santa. Santa's there in the morning. Yes, Santa comes, and Leah was the big Santa Claus this year for me. <laughs> she she surprised me with a life size cutout of Taylor Swift, and my Charming. dad actually came in with it, singing "Shake It Off, Shake It Off." I'm happy your whole family was on board with this. No, it was hard no. for me to send a giant cutout. Yeah, you can't enable this. Her. You can't enable this issue. <laughs> Like, I had to get one of her friends on board. I had to ship it to her friend. Then her friend had to get it to her mom. And yeah, yeah she somehow didn't find out. I thought it was I a good thing. It. It's not I'm Elf on the Shelf, it's Taylor on the Shelf. Yeah, so <laughs> I had all that. And then I went, I go to my friend Kelsey's house, my best friend, and we exchange presents. And then I go to Callie's house and exchange presents there. And then I go to Kim's house. And then I exchange presents there, and then I go to my boyfriend's house for dinner, and my parents come too. So, it's just uh, like I go everywhere. It's pretty fun. So you're on your little sleigh, pulled pulled by yeah, Rudolph the Red Exactly. Right. She's basically Santa. Yeah, she is Santa. Santa, yeah. Santa of the Bay Area. There goes Tiffany. Yes. Just, just dusting <laughs> off presents to all the all the boys and girls. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. <Exactly>. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know I, I think it's a good I think it's a good that you're. Since you are all over the place, that's like a crazy Christmas day. My Christmas day is nothing like that, but that, that, that is like that is an insane Christmas day. And I think I I wonder if that gives you a, a lot of stress, especially like was it the same way when you were like really sick? Did you do the same kind of thing, or I did? And I did. was it like a stressful and day for you, or it's was it only stressful getting in and out of the car because uh-huh. I had my oxygen and then. You know, yeah, and then you have to get all the presents out, but everybody helped me, of course. Um, but, you know, then you had your breathing treatments and stuff because it's a full day of stuff. And I was right. on treatments every three to four hours. So I'd have to do a treatment there or, you know, and pack up again. And it was a process. But, you know, I love doing it because I love being with my friends and family. And mm. it meant something to me to be able to do that still. Yeah, I think so, we definitely talked yeah. about that kind of thing. I think the last episode where we talked, where you talked about like doing the the one big thing a week, and that sort of motivated <laughs> you through that time, and that's what it sounds like. What got you through the holidays? Um, but no, I, I do want to get back to our our sort of quasi topic today of the right. winter time. For, it's winter time sadness for for everyone else, but for me, I love the winter. Um, I'm starting to like it. Yes. I just have to figure out what activities in the winter I like. You know what I mean? Over, you're like, I don't even know what the winter I've is. It for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah winter here is not really winter it's cold for me it's like oh 60. yeah my favorite when you text me and you're like it's so cold today and it's like 60 <laughs> degrees and i'm like i'm freezing it's 10 <laughs> see leah we have to get you on ice skates like that's what we need to do you need to get out there Can and you get ice on... skate? me no her oh 
Yeah, I've done it before. I'm the worst. I think I so. should. I should go do it. Yes, you, I think you. Both, I I both would like to see you within the next week or two, okay. out there ice skating. Like that's a you know what that's a fantastic date idea. See, I okay, drag my I drag my girlfriend out into the pond. She used to play hockey growing up. And I drag her out onto the pond with me, and I make her play hockey with me. That's a great okay. date idea for me and the girlfriend. For you two yeah. guys, that would be a fantastic date idea for you and your boyfriends. I don't know if your boyfriends play hockey, but no, no, my boyfriend <laughs> claims that he's not very good at ice skating. But that's what makes it funny. But that's what makes it funny. Totally off topic, but growing up, so my dad played ice hockey and he's super into skating and all of that. So he was like, you know, I really want you to know how to ice skate. So he took me every single weekend for two years in the winter to teach me how to ice skate. I cannot ice skate. (laughs) I can't. I don't have balance. Is that your fault or is that your dad's fault as a teacher? I don't know. Or you just a bad learner. I skated on a cruise ship. (laughs) There was an ice skating rink on the cruise ship. I did it there. See, that's not even like real. Like I, I <laughs> real life. my my challenge for you two this week, since we are in the okay. since there's a foot and a half of snow outside my our front door here today. I have a little bit, but not that much. Yes, since I am living in the winter wonderland, the winter wonderland that is New York, I would really enjoy you two stepping into the winter wonderland yourselves. And going ice skating with your either significant other or other friends, and then sending and then taking a videotape and then putting it out there on the Salty Sisters or okay. sending it to me. That that is your homework for the All week. All right, give me a month to do that. No, 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 no. no. I gave you a week. I'll give you two weeks <laughs> tops. But I need I need two weeks because my boyfriend has the flu. Okay, that's, that's true. Now, now we're now we're here just making excuses, but I'll I'll take that one. That is a real. Since we're talking about cold and flu. But once he starts feeling yeah. better, once he starts feeling better, I want to see you out there skating, both of you. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> and I need a video of it. And I need a video of it because you'll put it on either your Instagram or the Breathe In Instagram, which is at breathe underscore pod underscore in on Instagram. Do that. Yes. It has like the cone you can hold and You got it wrong, Gunner. It's at. Breathe, breathe underscore in breathe. underscore pod. Oh my god! Come yeah, on. I said breathe pod in. Yes, breathe in pod. That's what it is. Yeah. Breathe underscore in underscore pod. Yes, yeah. that's the Instagram. And people need there. to get the shirt because they need to rep us. And if yes, if you yes, if you are listening to the podcast and you already have a shirt, take a picture of yourself in the shirt and send it to us. Yes, yeah, yes. we'd love to share it on our Insta. Yes, of course. Please, yes. please do. Please do. Okay. We're, this podcast is kind of falling apart, so I think we should sort of wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this our, the hiatus is officially over. We'll be back again next week. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us, and we hope you do want to subscribe to the podcast, do that by going to iTunes, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the podcast. Very important. And then also subscribe to us on YouTube if you'd like that. If you don't have the iTunes, you can do that. Uh, you can mm-hmm. see all of our episodes on GunnerSIs.com or on iTunes. You can follow us on iTunes. Tiffany, what's our, <laughs> our Instagram? Mean on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> At breathe underscore n underscore pod. Yes, breathe in pod. There we are. That's, that's what we are on Instagram. I don't know why it's so hard for me. And you can also it's follow me. too. That's why I don't do this part because I'm not good at it. Yeah, I don't. I, okay. I made a fool of myself screwing it up. And then you can also follow the Salty Sisters on Instagram. At Salty Sisters. Yes. At Salty Sisters. It's a lot easier than the breathing pot. Uh, and then you can also get a hold of the, either of us on Facebook and send us messages there. Uh, we've also we've got a lot of good messages. I think next week we'll do a um, we'll do a mail in 
episode. Yeah, we've, got, we've got a few send questions. Send in your questions because we, we want to talk about what you guys want to yes, hear about. We have a few waiting in the wings, so we will. Yeah. We should do that next week. Um, so we'll do that. And then uh, I think that's that's pretty much it. Oh, the email address is gunnersblog at assassin.org is me. Gunnersblog at assassin.org. And they're selfie sisters at gmail.com. So yep. thanks for listening today. Uh, have, hope you had a happy new year. Hope you're staying warm. If you're like me in the Northeast, that is under snowmageddon up here the <laughs> bomb cyclone whatever they call it um, <laughs> i hope you i hope you can dig out like i've been trying to do that all day myself um and thanks for listening thanks bye, bye.